0: Welcome to Today Forward, a teaching ministry to help you begin living a life of victory starting today. Scripture says, forget those things which are behind and reach forward to those things which are ahead. As you hear the Word of God and receive your own understanding, you'll become equipped to put the past behind you and move today forward. And now here's Terry and Mitch. Terry and I are excited about the teaching today. Understanding the power that lives within us. And I think a lot of times, Terry, that we don't truly understand the power that God has given us to overcome the trials, the temptations, the harassment of the devil. He's given us
1: everything we need in our spirits now as born again believers. This new creation that's in us has the power and authority over anything that can come at us in our day to day walk. It's amazing.
0: Terry, don't you think Satan has lied to us? That's all he does. He's lied to us. We're helpless, thinking we have no power over the harassment that comes in our life through demonic activity, not realizing this is spiritual warfare we're going through.
1: It's a battle. The battle's on all the time.
0: Every ungodly thing that is spoken to you is spiritual warfare. It's demonic, and it's there to harass us. The things that are not of God are harassing us so we'll get discouraged and take our eyes off the Lord.
1: That is so true. And that's the only thing he can do is distract us. He harasses us and and what he's distracting us from is the power of God in us. He's trying to take us away from the word, the word of God, uh, just like he did to Adam and Eve in the garden. He approached Eve and he just tweak the word a little bit. Hath God said? Genesis 3.
0: You're leading us right into the scripture we want to use for our foundation. In Second Timothy chapter 1, starting with the sixth verse, Paul is wanting to encourage Timothy to stir up the gift that's within him. And the gift that we'll be talking about is the Holy Spirit of God. So I'm going to start in verse 6. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Verse seven, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Terry, there's a lot to discuss there, isn't there?
1: There's a tremendous amount in that.
0: Let's just start in verse six and, and discuss this a little bit.
1: Let me read it in, in the amplified just the first part of verse six, and it says, "That is why I would remind you," and he's talking about the previous verses here, of course. And Timothy, he was this bishop of this church that was unruly and and all of those things. So he had he had a lot come against him, but he's wanting to stir him up again. And he says, "That is why I would remind you to stir up and rekindle." The embers of and the flame of and keep burning this gracious gift of God, the inner fire. That inner fire is the Holy Spirit.
0: Yes. It's the Holy Spirit of God that lives within us. And what Paul is trying to do is encourage Timothy. He's trying to build him up, isn't he? Yes. He's trying to remind him of this power that lives within him. The power that we're talking about is we have power and authority over demonic forces that attack our mind. We have this authority. We can rebuke this. We can rebuke the demonic forces that come against us.
1: So Paul is reminding Timothy that this Holy Spirit is always wanting to build him up, edification, exhortation, and comfort. The Holy Spirit is there always for those three things. If it's not those three things, if it's confusion and doubt, fear, it's not of the Holy Spirit.
0: Well, you mentioned it earlier, saying that Timothy was a, a bishop, mm. and there was confusion, there was strife within the church, and those are all demonic forces coming against Timothy, trying to discourage him. And those same demonic forces that were coming against Timothy come against us as well. Exactly. And this is what we're wanting to encourage folks to to understand the demonic forces are trying to harass you, to discourage you, to tear you down, to cause you to get so upset.
1: You'll you'll lose
0: your witness. Well, not only that, but you'll just lose your mind. <laughs>
1: yeah, and he says that, and that. He wants you to have a sound mind. We've got this sound mind. The flip side of this is, you were just talking about Satan. It's that, that same devil is trying to influence us, just like you tried to influence Timothy and Paul and all the apostles, any believer, anybody who's walked on the face of the earth since Adam and Eve's fall is influenced by that demonic spirit. But we now as believers have the spirit of God in us that's overcome that. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So what we're doing today, we're trying to do the same thing that Paul was doing for Timothy. Just encourage him and make him stop and
0: realize. He was bringing to mind again. He was doing edification. He was admonishing Timothy saying, you have this power within you. The Holy Spirit of God lives within you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. He's telling him to stir up that fire. Keep those embers flamed
1: up, built up, always burning hot.
0: That's what we're wanting to do. And that's why we're doing this teaching is to stir people up, to get them to understand the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit that lives within each and every believer is here to give you a victorious life now. He is here to set you free from the forces that are coming against us through relationships through circumstances of life, all those things, all those avenues, realizing this is spiritual warfare we're going through, and the way this spiritual warfare functions is through the power of words. Because what you said earlier about Timothy being attacked through the church by strife and envy, through what people were saying. Yeah, they were probably confusing
1: the word that was being taught. and Satan will use it. Any trick that he can, he'll, like you said, he'll rash you until you get all confused.
0: I want to turn to Second uh, Timothy, starting with the 23rd verse through the 26th verse. And this describes exactly what's going on here. Talking about demonic powers that are influencing our life. But avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. And a servant of the Lord must not quarrel, But be gentle to all, able to teach, patient, in humility, correcting those who are in opposition, if God perhaps will grant them repentance so that they may know the truth. Verse 26. This is where I want to go. Verse 26. And that they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, having been taken captive by him to do his will. Really powerful stuff realizing we can be taken captive by what's being said to us from an individual. I want to read this
1: in the New American Standard to broaden our view a little bit, help people understand this. 23, going back up to that verse, But refuse foolish and ignorant speculations, knowing that they produce quarrels. <laughs> That's exactly what Satan's always trying to do. And- harass us the way we get to quarreling and
0: disputing. And this is what we're trying to recognize, realizing this is a demonic spirit that's trying to harass us and get us sidetracked.
1: That's exactly it. And 26, back down to 26, that they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil. That's all we're talking about, is understanding the Holy Spirit of God, that power we have in us now as believers over the demonic forces.
0: Yes, because we now have the Holy Spirit to discern both good and evil. And this is what we're doing. We're discerning the difference between good and evil now, where an unbeliever does not have this power within him to discern where it truly is coming from. This is the difference between the influence of the world and the influence of the Holy Spirit. We recognize where this is coming from. We understand we have power and authority over what is coming at us.
1: We have in us... The power and spirit of God to overcome any situation or any circumstance that appears in our lives. We're in a whole new realm, Mitch. As believers, we're operating in the supernatural realm. But we don't understand it if we haven't been taught right. If we're not taught that we now have the high ground still living out of that old unrenewed mind that stays with us as born-again believers our spirit is where we're pure and sealed and now our soulish realm Satan wants to get in there and say oh that none of this is true he wants us to draw back into that old nature that's why it's so important to read the word and renew your mind and get a grasp of He hasn't given us this spirit of fear, but one of power and of love and of a sound mind. That's the born again experience. God's given us this.
0: So if you're suffering from lack of power in your life, from lack of love in your life, and you're suffering from emotional trauma in your life of not having a sound mind, I'm telling you, that comes from Satan. Yes, And this is what we want to recognize. This is what we're trying to teach. That you now have power and authority. You can now renew your mind to, I understand I have this power now. I can now have love flowing through me. My mind now can be renewed to those things. I no longer need to be held captive by circumstances of life. What happened to me when I was a child? What happened to me in a relationship? Or what happened to me at work? you now can realize those were demonic influences if they were not of love. And now you can understand, I am no longer going to be held captive by this. I am set free. This is why Jesus instructed the apostles in Luke chapter 24, verse 49. He instructed them to go back to Jerusalem, stay there until they receive power from on high. Why? Why? because they could now have victory over demonic forces coming against them. And you know this promise was not only to the Jewish people and to the apostles, but it's to everyone God calls. To give power so we can be set free from the influences of the devil. This is our spiritual struggle we're going through right now. We can be set free. We are set free by the Spirit of God in us. Yes, and it's coming to an understanding of this, Yes, yeah,
1: that we already possess this power. We already have that. That's why we renew our mind to the Word of God. I just want to read uh, John 6.63 to you quickly. And it says, in John 6.63, it is the Spirit who gives life. Who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. This is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, speaking this. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. It's the spirit in us that overcomes this flesh. The flesh profits nothing when we're born again. It's that spirit of God that needs to come alive in us so that we begin to understand everything we have in this new born-again experience, this new creature now that lives inside of us, this new creation. Oh, Mitch, there's so much here.
0: Acts chapter 2, starting with the uh, 37th verse. And what I want to do is encourage believers and people who are non-believers realizing the reason we have this Holy Spirit living within us is So we can have power to be set free. And it was not only for the Jewish people, but it's for everyone God calls. And we have scripture to support this. And I want people to understand this so they can be set free. Verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Remission means we're released from our sins. Forgiven. Yes. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now he's talking to Jewish believers here. Peter is. And they come to repentance. Verse 39. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off. As many as the Lord our God will call. You know what that promise is?
1: It's the Holy Spirit. Yes. It's the promise of the Holy
0: Spirit. So each born again believer receives the Holy Spirit of God. The point I'm trying to stress here is we have this power and authority over unclean spirits affecting and harassing our daily lives. And we want to use this power We want to rebuke those unclean spirits saying they have no authority here in this house. They have no authority controlling our relationships. We're no longer going to be controlled by this old way of thinking.
1: Let's go as far to say as they have no power. They have no power over us as believers. Once we begin to understand that, we have the power now to say, get thee behind me, Satan, just like Satan was affecting Peter and the Lord spoke to Satan when he was talking to Peter get thee behind me Satan He was talking about the influence that Satan was trying to expose in Peter
0: and Satan was trying to harass Jesus is all he was trying to do yes So he would step out of this spiritual realm of following the father and listening to the Holy Spirit of God That's the same thing for us today. The Holy Spirit is here to give us victory and to recognize and discern the ungodly spirits and then act accordingly. Yes. Taking power and authority over what is being said to us and not taking offense and learn to recognize when strife and envy are attacking us.
1: We're changing our
0: way of thinking. Totally. The world
1: wants us to defend ourselves, stand up for ourselves, be self-centered. It's all about me. But the Lord is telling us just the opposite. Change your thinking now to how the Holy Spirit of God in you think. The way you begin to think and act like the Holy Spirit is through reading His Word. Understanding who you are now in Christ. What this awesome Holy Spirit is doing in you. Revealing Himself to you. You're renewing your mind. You're changing the way you think because he hasn't given us that spirit of fear, but one of power
0: and of love and of a sound mind. Praise God. And we have Luke chapters 9 and 10 to support what we're talking about here. Jesus gave power and authority to the apostles in chapter 9 of Luke, telling them they had power and authority over unclean spirits, and to go out and preach the gospel. The gospel is... Jesus died on the cross for our sins. What we read earlier in Acts chapter 2. He paid the price for our sins. We received the Holy Spirit. Why do we receive the Holy Spirit of God? So now we can have power and authority over unclean spirits. And take authority over our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. In chapter 10 of Luke, in verse 17. God anointed 70 people to go out to cast out demons, to heal the sick, to do all those things, preach the good news. In verse 17, the 70 return. Then the 70 return with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. The demons are subject to your name, and I'm telling you, We have power and authority over unclean spirits. They were full of joy, realizing we can be set free and set others free by the power of your name, Jesus. And I'm telling you, we can take authority over our home, rebuking unclean spirits. Saying, there is no demonic influence in this house. I'm not going to allow the demonic influences to affect my life or my family's life we're going to set our mind upon the Lord and trust in Him and casting out in the name of Jesus those demonic influences. Amen. Because this is the power and authority. I have not one of fear now when circumstances come against me. I'm recognizing where they're coming from and realizing those demonic forces are not going to control my thoughts and my emotions and my imaginations.
1: All we have to do is believe it. Once you get it down in you, once your mind becomes renewed to the power of God that's in you, you change your thinking, you change the way you act, you change the the words that come out of your mouth, that's all that power of God now that's flowing out of you. It's flowing out of the power, the spirit, the unseen spirit of God, that supernatural realm. I've heard it called faith reality. (laughs) You can't see it,
0: but it's real. It's alive. And this is the confidence we want to grow into, Terry. Even though I cannot see what is going on in the spiritual realm, I'm believing God's word. I'm believing we have power and authority. The church has been crippled so long by believing we have no power and no authority. Our homes, our relationships, our marriages have been crippled for so many years because we believe we have no power and authority, and it's because we were ignorant in the Word of God. Satan has diluted it. He's caused strife and envy and doubt. Over here in 2 Timothy chapter 2, we just read, Avoid foolish and ignorant disputes, knowing that they generate strife. Paul is always talking about,
1: I don't want you to be ignorant. I don't want you to be ignorant. Learn this. Know this. Seek The knowledge of God. Well, the knowledge of God is all written down in his word. That's where we go and we get it in us. begins to come out of us when those demonic things come up against us. I just call them circumstances and situations of life. When they present themselves, you say, I have the power of God in me to come against all of this by the words I speak.
0: And there's nothing better than speaking the word of God. As you were speaking, the Holy Spirit was telling me in my mind that there's some folks out there that are held captive by what's been said to them, maybe even physically. They've been harassed by the devil. And their mind is telling them there's no hope for living on. And this is what the Lord wants me to convey. What we're speaking right now, today, is what's going to begin to set them free. It's going to set their minds free. They're going to understand they have power within them, realizing all those things that were said to me, all those physical things that happened to me, were of the devil, demonic forces.
1: You have to know that you're in a battle, but you have to know that you're the overcomer in the battle. Once you begin to realize this, then truly the supernatural realm will come alive for you. That you are victorious in Christ. He's given us everything we possibly can ever need or want or use in his death, burial, and resurrection. And it's the power that works in us.
0: There's a scripture that comes to my mind. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 12. And this is Paul talking to the Corinth church. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. And this is the point I want to make. But I will not be brought under the power of any. I will not be brought under the power of influences of life, demonic forces. I am set free. I have liberty. I no longer have the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And this is what I want folks to meditate upon. They have power and love and a sound mind and can be set free.
1: Amen.